We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Our next guest definitely knows his Roman numerals. I'm absolutely sure of this. <laughs> he would have known LVII and been able to read it off teleprompter because he's also very, very good at TV. He's a lead NFL insider for NFL on CBS, CBS Sports Net, CBS Sports HQ, and dear friend of the show, Jonathan Jones. Jonathan, how you doing? Hey, I'm doing well. Appreciate you all having me on. And yes, uh, I was a little taken aback when you said LVII and followed <laughs> up with 47. Do you identify Super Bowls by their number, or do you need the teams or, like, a moment from them? When you think back of old Super Bowls, you don't know the number, right? No. No, it's usually teams. The thing that I never do, though, is I would not say, like, oh, yeah, the Rams when they won it in 2021 Mm. or 2022, right? Because that's where it gets really weird. Like, when did the Super Bowl take place? When was the regular season? So I would not do that. Right, and you probably have to write around that. That's one of the hardest things to write around, the season and the Super Bowl, right? Oh, absolutely, yeah. but, you know, somehow uh, I can get through it. Okay, so John. Somehow, somehow he powers through yeah. Perloff, yeah. yes, <laughs> deciding when to write when the Super Bowl yeah. happened. Jonathan, thank you. Yeah, Jonathan, so what is the latest on the league's effort to figure out what's going on with the Bills-Bengals game and the rest of the playoff picture as of right now? Yeah, I know there's an AP report out that the league uh, is ultimately going to cancel that game or not resume that game. That has been uh, strongly believed to be the consideration uh, really the last, I'd probably say, 36 hours um, that that game would not resume. The, it, it's almost easy to not resume that, even though it is unprecedented, um, because no no time in NFL history have teams played fewer games than some other teams. No time in NFL history has a game been postponed, started, then postponed, and never resumed. Um, but because you're up against it right now with the postseason, because there would be competitive balance issues, because there could be mental health issues with having these two teams play, you know, back in Cincinnati, uh, it has been unlikely that, that that game will be played. All that said, what does that look like? Is it a no contest or is it a tie? Because then uh, it changes standings. Uh, and then what I believe is ultimately going to happen is that um, this will be ruled a no contest, 
that winning percentages will determine seeding. Uh, and there are discussions being had about, in terms of fairness, if Kansas City winds up with the one seed, if Buffalo or Cincinnati were to make it to the AFC title game, and it would be planned to be played in Kansas City, if that game would then go to a neutral site location. The NFL, the league office, is going through so many permutations right now, and just because we are past uh, business day in most businesses, uh, business day is still very much going on in the NFL. Jonathan Jones is our guest. Okay, so the neutral field for the AFC Championship game is is one idea, Jonathan. We've seen some other ones floated out on social media. Everything from, you know, the one and two seed would pick between a bye and home field advantage throughout the playoffs, or that an eighth playoff team would be added to both the AFC and NFC. For some of the more outside-the-box things we're here, well, they're all outside the box, but for some of those, what are you hearing about the reality of any of those? Yeah, I'll tell you, the eighth seed thing, I don't know where it started, uh, but I've gotten a lot of feedback on there's no way that actually happens. Um, And so, listen, I guess never say never, but people don't believe that that ultimately is going to happen. We talk all the time about, I mentioned earlier, competitive balance, equity, fairness. Uh, To to go ahead and throw that in there right now uh, would (laughs) – I don't know how, how you would do that now. If the one and two seed decide to, to pick, you know, I actually think that that decision is pretty easy. I think the decision is that you get the bye, you get a week of rest, you play one fewer game. I don't, I don't know that that's really a 50-50 coin flip at all. Um, so, you know, those things may be considered. Uh, but right now, and what I've really been guided by is just the principle of what is the least disruptive path forward? What is the simplest solution? And the simplest and least disruptive path forward is, not to play that game, go with winning percentages, try to make it as fair as possible. If you get to the point where a Kansas City, Buffalo, and or Cincinnati, all that, that two of those teams meet later on in the playoffs, but you have weeks until that may happen or may not happen, and you don't even have to worry about it. We're talking to NFL insider Jonathan Jones for NFL and CBS. Jonathan, take us, if you know, behind the scenes a little bit, who is it ultimately going to make this decision? Because I have not heard a lot from Roger Goodell during this. It feels like Troy Vincent has stepped up and become the NFL spokesperson. And then a lot of this has to be negotiated with the NFL PA as well. So is it a, is it a big committee or is this ultimately on Roger Goodell? Yeah, according to everything in the NFL rule book, I was able to also get my hands on the, the football operations game manual as well everything is extremely clearly written that Roger Goodell has full authority on this. And so, um, you know, he's obviously got a team together. The football operations staff led by Troy Vincent, uh, heavily involved. Donna Ponte, who was there in Cincinnati at the game, chief administrative officer in football operations. She, of course, is involved. You have to bring in at some point, maybe not on the front end, but certainly on the back end, you have to bring in your broadcast partners um, because, uh, any sort of playoff games would, would involve them. And then, of course, club ownership, uh, because you're talking about uh, three teams, certainly, uh, all vying for the number one seed, and there's going to be questions of equity and fairness. And Roger Goodell has to answer to these team owners, right? And so they would be involved very much on the front end. But uh, the NFL rulebook states very clearly that Roger Goodell has full authority on this. And Jonathan, I thought, you know, Cincinnati could really be the team that ends up getting the short end of the stick here. And the reason I say that is 
not because they now can no longer even play for the number one seed, if in number one overall seed in the AFC, if the game is ruled a no contest, but to have to play the Baltimore Ravens in week 18 and potentially play them again in the first round of the playoffs, to me, that's a division rival who knows you so well. That is, you know, that that seems a little bit unfair, although and I, I know we're only talking about degrees of it, uh, of fairness here, because no one's going to be satisfied. But how how much does the NFL want to protect that bye week in between the NFC and AFC championship game in the Super Bowl? Because we've seen them have to use it before, obviously, extreme circumstances with the 9-11 season. But to move things back, to take more time, how much are they trying to protect that bye week where the Pro Bowl festivities are going on? Yeah, very much trying to protect that bye week. And, you know, I'll say this, when I talk about least disruptive path, right, like if you do push everything back, that is incredibly disruptive for any number of logistical reasons. Uh, But not only that, you then introduced a competitive balance issue across the entire landscape where now if you're pushing that back, what you are essentially doing is creating a bye week for all the other teams as well. And for what purpose to get this game in? No, the game's not going to be played. So what is it to get this ultimately figured out? Well, you know, you played a 17 game regular season, 30 teams ultimately will have uh, to determine who the number one seed is, to determine who gets home field advantage, who gets that first round by. And so if you now introduce a week of rest to everybody else, well, what was the point? And so um, when we talk about competitive balance, I think that that brings up a whole new issue if you push the playoffs. I don't think that that ultimately is going to happen. And then secondly, or thirdly, I don't know how many points I've made, but um, (laughs) once once you determine the the conference champion, you want those teams to be as healthy as possible, right? We don't want to see a Super Bowl where the quarterbacks are ailing. And so that week is also very crucial there being a quality product on the field in the biggest sporting event uh, in all of the NFL. So I just, I have found it, continue to find it highly unlikely that they're going to uh, push this and, and wind up abridging uh, that sort of week. Uh, Jonathan, last question for me, and I want to go back a couple of days. I know you've been reporting on that report. The NFL asked the teams to have a five minute warm up and come back. And of course the NFL, uh, Troy Vinton, who we mentioned earlier, has denied it. Have you been able to sort of piece together where that five-minute number came from to the broadcast booth? Uh, And, you know, if it's true, basically, that there was at a certain point a directive that came down from somebody, hey, let's get back on the field in five minutes after DeMar Hamlin, of course, went down. I can say this, Andrew. I have not heard. We just heard from Sean McDermott speaking to the media in Buffalo. We heard from Zach Taylor yesterday. We've heard from Troy Vincent. Um, multiple times now, no one is saying that anyone from the NFL said five minutes. Um, what, of course, Joe Buck, the play-by-play man, he was he was saying that. He has since told the New York Post that John Perry, who was a fantastic referee in the NFL for 18, 19 years, ref two Super Bowls, that uh, he, he that Joe Buck got that information from John Perry. And usually he is communicating with folks at the league office. I have asked ESPN for further comment on their statement where they didn't really explain where John Perry would have gotten that. So that part is unclear. But according to the game operations manual, um, that's sort of a private document, it does state in there that if there is a a temporary suspension of a game uh, that's less than 30 minutes, 
teams have a maximum time of 10 minutes to warm up before they return to play. And so that is in the manual. And so if we ever figure out what happened, and I'm not sure that we will or where that came from, but if we don't, one could safely assume that an unprecedented situation, uh, those on the field in charge sort of went back to what is standard protocol and that very quickly after, if that ever happened, and then very quickly uh, after that standard protocol was said by someone, maybe, that everyone realized, well, that can't work right now. So no one has taken ownership of that. It is very unclear where it came from, but very clear the NFL is stating that was never said. The NFLPA had the opportunity to explain it. They did not explain it. They didn't know either, and every both head coaches have said that they didn't hear it. So um, I don't know where it came from. Would love to know on the waiting ESPN uh, for further clarification on that. Jonathan, last one for me, and it, it, it might be a little too soon to try to put this into context, but we keep getting this great news and encouraging news about DeMar Hamlin and his health and hearing the University of Cincinnati doctors today was, you know, super uplifting, even though we know DeMar Hamlin has a long way to go. Have you been hearing from anyone, uh, players, just the bigger, if, if there is a bigger takeaway from this, if there's any takeaway from this beyond just the incredible effort of the first responders and how the teams came together and ultimately everyone, you know, rallied together to save DeMar Hamlin's life. But is there anything bigger coming out of this, like changes people want to see? Are you getting any sense of that yet? You know, right now, and that's a fantastic question. I think right now, uh, and we've heard from multiple doctors from the NFLPA, from the NFL, from the University of Cincinnati Medical Center, who have all not wanted to uh, sort of guess uh, or at what the possible causes were. I know that we all have uh, seen out there what some people may think they are. No one is really discussing that just yet. Um, but suffice it to say, it does seem at this moment like it was a freak one and insert large number odd that it could have happened. And so um, with that being the case, I don't know what changes could be made, right, to this isn't this isn't like when we're talking about the concussion protocol uh, like we have over the past couple of weeks and months. And so but the one thing that I will say, the emergency action plan that the NFL has had in place uh, across 30 stadiums, across 32 clubs, um, that everyone seem to know exactly what to do in that moment. It is not an exaggeration. It is not a hyperbole to say that DeMar Hamlin's life was saved on that field because everyone did exactly what they were supposed to do in that exact moment. And I don't think that that, um, that, that should, that should not go um, unnoticed that, you know, it's incredible how the, the NFL works and so many moving parts. And in this moment where this young man needed these exact things that they were right there for him uh, to, to ultimately save his life. And when we get this great news of uh, neurologically intact, when he needed to be resuscitated on the field, right, um, I think that that really truly speaks to how remarkable and incredible the coalescence of these events were and how when you have a plan in place and it works like that, it's a blessing. Amazing. Jonathan, can't tell you how much we appreciate this and your insight. Um, we'll keep tuned, and we're, we're waiting to see what the NFL is going to do. Jonathan Jones, the CBS Sports lead NFL insider. Jonathan, again, thank you. Can't thank you enough. Thank you very much, y'all. 
T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Oh, oh, oh. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts.